This is the Photo Facts Podcast. Visit our world headquarters at photofactspodcast.com. Hello, welcome listeners to another episode of the Photo Facts Podcast. We said it like three times to make sure you are listening to the correct place. Hey, Jim. Uh, Jim. Hey, Jim. Testing one, two. Jim. Jim, are you there? Well, no, Jim is not here. And that brings up this week's episode of the Photo Facts Podcast. So you guys follow us and you guys know that we have a wonderful box that I created uh, a couple of years ago. It is um, basically what I would consider the uh, R2-D2 of parts mixed together into a, well, at the time, a portable box with a, I don't know how many channels this thing has, like six, seven, eight, ten. I don't have no idea. We only use four most of the time. As well as Jim has concocted a mess of cables and uh, different kind of devices to be able to have callers dial in and be on our show. If you follow us in future episodes, you'll be hearing some interviews with some of the amazing speakers that will be attending the 2019 PhotoCon in Oklahoma City, held at the Aleph Hotel the end of March. So we'll be doing those interviews over the next couple of weeks. So why is Jim not here? Well, let me tell you guys. It's one of these technology... Um, I, I think the technology, what's a good word that I could try and say? And you guys know that English is my second language, but I guess sometimes technology hampers your efforts, okay? So technology overall tends to help us, help us be better, be faster. I mean, it really helps with fast food, like going through McDonald's and getting a cheeseburger fast. Hey, that's technology versus having someone, you know, go out and kill the cow make the hamburger patties, and actually fry it up right there while you're waiting. So technology does have a a good side to it, and that good side is helpful. But I think hand-in-hand technology can be a bad thing. So let's talk somewhat about that. In our podcast, we do great. I, I feel we do pretty good audio recording. I think we go to different locations with the box. We're able to set up our little transformer kit. Jim and I sit down and uh, get all our cables together, get out our Rode microphones, which, by the way, are amazing sponsors of our podcast. We love the audio that we get off our podcaster mics. And uh, we make things happen. But there are those times. I'm sure that everybody has been where we are right now, and you just can't get it to work. It doesn't function. It's just way too technology in the way of the end result. So I wouldn't say that Jim and I gave up, but, you know, we'd spend an hour going through our setup and why is this cable not working and trying to troubleshoot and, you know, do we have the aux in and why is the mix minus not coming back through the phone? He was hearing an echo. I was hearing him sometimes. It's just a nightmare of stuff. So applying that, oh, sorry, that would be um, my Amazon Alexa. 
which I have actually named Echo. Echo, say hello. Hi. So that would be my Amazon Echo, and I, I guess I could have a conversation with her. Um, Echo. Oh my god, did I just repeat this myself? Oh my god, that's crazy. I, I don't know if you guys heard that or not. I need to bring it closer, but so let's let's get back on track so we don't get too crazy here. So let's just say in photography, we have all these technology advancements that really help us out, and they're designed to make our life as a photographer, as an image capture person, uh, make it easier. And sometimes all that equipment just gets in our way. We get caught up with all the different batteries we have to have, the radio transmitters, the flash, the stands. Oh, my God, the stands sometimes really get on my nerves. But sometimes that gets in the way of what we're actually trying to do, which is capture a moment. And that's what happened today with the podcast, trying to get Jim on board. Oh, I'm sorry, I probably should have told you guys. Uh, my family has the flu. I do not have it. I'm sure I'm a carrier, but my uh, second to the youngest daughter, Georgia, actually has type A flu, and the doctor kind of put her on house restriction for the next five days. Uh, Obviously, that can't happen to me because I have a lot of work to do. I'll be out and about tomorrow, and I guess I'll be using a lot of hand sanitizer so that my clients don't get sick after being photographed. That would be kind of bad. So Jim isn't here because he also has a lot of work to do. And he doesn't want to get sick. So he said, no, we'll just do a dial-in podcast. And as you can see, technology, well, pretty much bit us in the ass and said, no, not today. So when you are out there doing your photography and you are carrying, you know, more gear than your average person, while a lot of that gear will help you create images that the average person can't reproduce because they may they don't have that gear um and you know we're talking about things that are not a technique where you can get over a light pain type thing or some focus stacking for a macro you know we're talking about having gear like you know when you show up with a c-stand with a 10-foot pole and you know 30 inch you know beauty dish that's going to give you a different light setup than someone shows up with just a regular flash doesn't mean that both ways can't get a dramatic light shot or even light up a family, but it's going to have two different kinds of looks. So when you show up to these things with all that equipment, sometimes you might consider stepping back and focusing on what you're there to do, which is capture that moment. With that, I will have to make a, oh, I guess... um, uh, admittance of fault. Admittance of fault. Was, I'm not sure if that's a really good word of saying it, but let's just say I'm going to admit uh, erroneous ways of thinking in my past. Uh, I've always been a flash shooter. I like the way flash handles. It always gives me two different exposures. I talk about that in my classes where you're blending your flash exposure and your ambient. You can control the blending, and I can get different shots that a natural or an available light shooter cannot get because they only have one exposure control. Switching over to the Fuji film system last August, I've been shooting Fuji film uh, since last August full time. 
I haven't touched my Nikon. Uh, Interfit Photographic is one of my sponsors. They do not have a trigger for my Fuji. So I, I'm kind of forced to shoot my Fuji below sync speed. Uh, no high-speed sync, no TTL, and just straight manual. And I'm going to tell you, sometimes lugging that stuff around just to get a manual shot is time-consuming when you need to get in and get your shots done and get out. And use some of the advantages of TTL, which tend to work for me. So I have done more available light photography, I would say probably in the last two months or three months than I have in years, absolutely years. And I have found that some of the post-processing, some of the post-processing can minimize the gear that I take on location. So shooting in... Um, with an available light type thing. And that camera, I have to say, it's it's just, I, I don't know all the technical things on it because I'm still kind of new to Fuji. It is absolutely has changed my mind on mirrorless cameras and their capabilities. So if you haven't stopped in to your local camera store and checked out a mirrorless camera, I highly advise you to go in and take a look. Now, it might not be suitable for every aspect of photography, so you're going to have to look at what your requirements are as a photographer. But I'm going to I'm going to probably bet you a dollar to a donut that it's going to take care of 99.9% of anything that you could ever have to do with a camera and a capture device. It blows me away. So I have found that I'm taking less and less equipment on location. Now, everybody that follows me knows that when I open that trunk, that, that car's loaded with the kitchen sink, lights, soft boxes, stands, etc. But that doesn't mean I actually pull it out of the car and take it on location. It's kind of like a backup security system or blanket where I want to have it nearby. So mm, that's one of the reasons. So we're going to make this podcast short today because I'm you know missing my alter ego, my uh, Jim Felder since we could not get this technical issue issue fixed. But not to worry, we will have it fixed before our podcast because um, we're going to be doing a dial-in podcast this week with a special guest speaker, I believe, on Wednesday. And I'm not going to let you know who that is. Well, uh, they haven't signed up yet. We have an email list with all the guest speakers. We do have a couple of them that has taken up some slots. Um, we have... Uh, one that is interested in doing it Wednesday, they're trying to clear their schedule to make sure they can dial into the podcast. So with that, I'm just going to leave you with this note. Look at the equipment you have and find out if is if it is helping you achieve more or if is it or if it is hampering you from getting what you want in your shooting. Because today, that's admit it. Photofax podcast fail. Ooh, could that be a hashtag? Photofax podcast fail? I think that can be. Uh, I have somebody else in the room that's giving me the air quote. So, yes, I'm going to say it is. Uh, and after that little long pause, I'm just going to let you guys know that if you wanted, the Photofax podcast is now on the Alexa device. So, if you tell your Alexa device, to play the Photofax podcast, it will do so through, um, I can't remember what device it is, 
wow, we're just really batting a thousand tonight. And you guys are probably listening like, man, this podcast is going to hell in a handbasket pretty quick. So there you go. Thank you guys so much for listening. And, you know, since I still have you here for just a couple more minutes and, you know, 15 minutes seems to be a pretty good uh, short episode for the Photo Facts podcast. Um, we are seriously considering moving our box over to a new system that uh, Rode Microphones has. And uh, it's, I think it's going to, like, really solve a lot of our audio issues and technical issues in trying to get our interviewees on a phone or Skype. So if you happen to be one of our favorite listeners, please send an email to road.com, roadmics.com, and ask them to send the PhotoFax podcast guys the new Roadcaster. Is it the Roadcaster or the Podcaster? I don't know. It's, a really, it's some kind of caster, and it's really good. So check that out. Be sure to follow me at uh, TreyWickImages.com and TreyWickImagesWorkshops.com. We'll be doing our photo walks with an F. That would be a photo walk. It is a joint venture between Treywick Images Workshops and PhotoFacts Podcast where we are doing photo walks around the state of Oklahoma. Once a month, those days will vary. We are trying to shoot for Durant, Oklahoma. And then someone came up with an excellent idea to go to the town where Footloose, the movie, got its its inspiration. And, and they said it was Elmore or Elmer, Elmer, Elmer City. So Elmer City, Oklahoma, we may be heading your way sometime this year for a Footloose podcast. So if you have any places you would like the podcast to go and the photo walks to be organized that is not in the Oklahoma City metro area, please shoot us an email at twins at photofactspodcast.com and we'll get that on the list. So thank you guys so much for listening. We really appreciate you uh, holding our hands during this moment of uh, train wreckedness and our technical difficulties, and we'll be back on the air here in just a couple of days sounding like butter. Butter with Jim Felder. In the meantime, you guys have a wonderful evening, and again, be sure to check us out. Oh, wait a minute, I should say that you can find Jim at jimfelder.com, but you can find both of us at the PhotoFacts Podcast. That'd probably be easy. So you guys have a great night. Visit our world headquarters at photofaxpodcast.com. Visit our world headquarters at photofaxpodcast.com.